All you God lovers around the globe, welcome to this edition of the God Lovers Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rod. Uh, for the next two weeks, I will be out of the office spending time with my family for Christmas. However, before I leave, I wanted to share with you this thought for the season that God has planted on my heart. There are two times in the year when I focus more on the thought of sowing than any other. Not that I focus on what I have sown, but I focus on what God has sown. If God had not sown into me first, I would never know the blessings of his fathership or fellowship. Needless to say, all of us would be lost. However, the truth is, God so loved us that he sowed his son into the field of humanity, expecting a harvest of many sons and daughters. It was the ultimate act of faith. When God created Adam, the first Adam, he planted him in the garden. He imparted or sowed free will into his creation. God was seeking more than some robotic being that had no emotions or depth of soul. God wanted a free will relationship. He wanted his creation to love him as much as he loved his creation. However, after man's fall, the corruption of sin made it impossible for man to love with the depth of heart that God desired from his creation. God would now have to sow a new seed into this field of humanity, a seed sown in faith, working by the power of love. We find in John 1, um, starting in verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Then he goes on, and in, in, uh, John does in verse 14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. God sowed the most precious seed that He could sow his son, Jesus Christ, in an act of faith and love. Jesus gives this example of God sowing in, in uh, Matthew, starting at chapter four, or 13, um, starting in verse 31, when Jesus said this, um, Jesus put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds, but when it is sown, it is greater than the herbs and, the, and becomes the tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. We sometimes lose sight of the fullness of what Jesus is saying when we read his parable on sowing. In Mark 4, starting in verse 13, Jesus said to his disciples, Do you not understand this parable? How will you then um, understand all the parables? The sower sows the word. Well, who is the sower and who is the word? We know Jesus is the word, so he had to be sown. So we know the sower is God. And where did he sow him? In the garden, the field of humanity. These are the ones by the wayside, which were where the word was sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. 
These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterwards, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. In verse 18, now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things enter in Choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones sown on good ground. These who hear the word, accept it, bear fruit, some 30, some 60, and some 100. Now, as we see that, we see that there are those that's going to go out and propagate the gospel and bring others to, to the Lord so that he reaps that harvest. But we see that there's many that hear the word and are not sustained to it. They fall away. The cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, the enemy comes and steals the word out of their hearts. So this is a picture of what the kingdom of God is like and what God's intent for sowing the word into this world, sowing his only begotten son. Now, Jesus goes on in Matthew 13, starting in verse 24, Another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, then the tares also appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said to him, Sire, did you not sow good seed in the field? How then does it have tares? And he said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us to go and gather them up? But he said, No, least while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And at the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, First gather together the tares and bind them in a bundle to burn them, but rather gather the wheat into my barn. When it comes to sowing a field or planting a garden, we seldom lose sight of the fact that we sow with an intent of reaping a harvest. If we sow flowers, we sow in faith, expecting a harvest of flowers. If we sow vegetables, we sow expecting a harvest of vegetables. So when God sowed his only child, the perfect seed of love, what did God expect to harvest? He was believing for a harvest of children full of love. Furthermore, the wonderful truth about this great seed of love is it never fails. I would like to encourage everyone during this season of celebration of the birth of our Savior, the seed that God planted into this earth, that we sit down with our families and friends, open the gifts of love that have been sown in our lives, that we take a moment and remember the precious gift that God has sown in our life the seed of love, Jesus, that will produce his greatest harvest. May you have a blessed and wonderful Christmas. Until next time.